There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skidt af alle de der podcasts og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel. everyone. It, it what is the date? We're looking at December 5th, 2023. Closing in on another year. I know we just uh w- went past what a 9-year anniversary of Smashbox. A couple that, weeks ago. Right? That's right. Yeah, 9 years, but some wild stuff going on. Let's uh there's a little there's a little bit of headlines here and there. We'll talk about some of those. We'll also largely break down I want to talk uh, a bit about my uh, incredible experience. I had a great time at the 12th annual Chain Hawk Open presented by Dynamic Discs. It was uh, down there in Gainesville, Florida. So I'll talk a little bit about that. Full disclosure, I was pretty certain we had Jessica and Double G spoilers. They won. (laughs) Uh, Jessica Weiss and Double G all locked in. Uh, Double G at some point today updated me and said, I think a cell tower is down and he wasn't getting good internet so unfortunately it doesn't sound like we'll have the pair here however stat mando had some great stuff out there talking about uh both when they had last won and uh how this is the fourth time that double g has won the event he defended his title from last year uh to pick up the win again here this year for the second time in a row also aj carey finishes second to him and double g uh excuse me and jessica weiss picks up her third win at this event, and I believe it's her first victory since uh, sometime last year. So um, congrats to both of them. And again, we'll break down a little bit more of that. And uh, we saw some college play uh, in the works as that's gearing up, of course, for the 2024 season. Um, but outside of the A tier, I I believe I was the only at the only A tier in the country this weekend. Is that is that what you're seeing on the PDGA, Johnny? That's exactly what I'm seeing on the PDGA 
website this morning, or actually it's tonight. <laughs> yeah, this evening. Yeah, this evening. Um, the 12th annual Chainhawk Open. I'm always waiting for it to say, like, presented by something, but this is just literally the 12th annual Chainhawk oh, Open. Oh, well, I know That's it was presented by uh, Dynamic Disc, so they'll... It's just not in the name. They'll enjoy the the full-blown plug. Chris uh, Clark and crew just doing such a phenomenal job at this event. And here's one of the little plugs that I'll give in the sense that I travel all around the country, and there's always factions and and some divisiveness and and some division and, and chaos and mayhem that is going to ensue when, especially when you're talking about a larger disc golf community, if it's happening in Gainesville, I am, st- I am blindly unaware of it. Um, I'm, I'm sure somebody has maybe a, a quirk with someone else or a little uh, irking or something, but if so, it's well hidden. And my whole point, and this is really a compliment that this chain Hawk club is, is a well-oiled machine, and they have put on uh, a lot of really good shows, including all the Chain Hawk Opens that I've been to now. This was my fourth one in a row, and it's, it's so refreshing and exciting to see volunteers that have very specific roles and duties, and then you have people taking care of uh, other components of the course. You have these designated people doing these very specific tasks, and... From everything that I've seen, it looks like, again, a well-oiled machine. So my my hat off to them. Uh, and clearly, any big tournament that takes place, you're going to need a lot of cohesion and a lot of great people. That does happen all over the country. Don't get me wrong. It's just sometimes you go to a vicinity or uh, an area, and I'll hear about nine clubs that are all <laughs> operating within 50 miles of each other because it just doesn't seem like anyone gets along. So doesn't appear to be the case down there in Gainesville from what I can see. So nice work. Well, let's rattle off a few of the results for this particular event. Winning this, as we talked about, was Double G Garrett Gerthy shooting an insane second round of 1091. I believe you had said about a single stroke off of an 1100 rated round, depending on uh, how those rating points go. Um, and then you have, oh yeah, those are some big rating points actually for a, a 47 to a 49, 20 point. Yeah, that's about right. Crazy. Um, second place, AJ Carey by 10 strokes, nine of which were in that second round. Uh, third place, Gavin Rathbun tied with Austin Bates and Dustin Travagalini. We'll go with that in sixth place. Clay Edwards. Congratulations to everybody at the top. Um, a name that we don't say very often, but in his own right, eighth place, Evan Gerthy. So double G's brother. Yes. And uh, only one of his two brothers that were also, uh, ultimately in the field His other <laughs> brother, uh, Alex also in the field out there as well, uh, mm-hmm. this weekend. So great to see, and uh, that's always part of being here at this event is seeing uh, the the girthy crew out there in full force. Um, yeah, Double G clearly, like you said, putting it down really during that second round uh, opens up the first round with a 13 under, which is a pretty good score at Northside. Then it heads over to Jonesville. Some said it was a course record. I would have no problem believing that he gets 14 out of the 18 holes. They're all par threes. Uh, he uh, goes on to birdie 14 out of the 18. And uh, so shoots that 1091 rated round. So going into final day with a 12-stroke lead obviously uh, feels like a 
insurmountable uh, number that it would need an epic collapse of all time, no matter how good someone else plays. 12 strokes and 18 holes when you're talking about a guy that's rated 10, 26. Yeah, you're, you're not. That shouldn't. That shouldn't be something. That shouldn't be a storyline at all. Is overcoming that. So AJ couldn't quite do that. But what he did do on that final round yeah. was get a unique ace. We'll say, yeah. And if you want to take a look at that, you can go to the disc golf guy footage. It is out there on YouTube. That is the round three. AJ Carey throw. It's a blind ace, and you know we'll leave it at that. We'll push some. We'll, we'll push some of the uh, the views over to. Yes, if you go out there and uh, look for it, uh, well, you'll kind of see it, right? It's hole three. Hole hole three. Go out there and check it out. I'm sure Terry will make a separate video of it later, but for now, please go out and check it out. We're going to talk a little bit more about the FPO. Number one, not just on the leader road, but in your heart, Terry, Jessica Weiss. She wins shooting a 13 under par, beating Sarah Hokum by three strokes. In third place, Holly Finley shooting a five under par. Fourth place, Morgan Linz at two under par. Fifth place, Arena Shakova at a one over par. And in sixth place, Deanne Carey at two over par. Those were your top. Well, for the FPO, I went with all the cashing. Yeah, and Jessica overcoming a deficit going into that final round. Seven strokes yeah. better yeah, than Sarah so, Hokum. Uh, ultimately was able to... Uh, Overcome a four-stroke deficit to take down the win by three. So. And some some amazing shooting by Sarah Holcomb those first two rounds. 995, 997, unfortunately follows it up that third round with a 917 so that uh, Jessica, who played a little bit more consistent, mm-hmm. we'll say, like just a little bit more level with her rounds, um, was able to come back and catch her. Yeah, and I, I want to say it was through hole seven or eight, I remember checking the scores and seeing that it still, I think, was in Sarah's favor. And uh, so there was a a little jockeying and a little jostling around near the end of that round. So congrats to Jessica. Great battle. Sarah Hokum winning the weekend before down in Florida. And I know we're going to see Sarah and Holly, two out of the top three, are all going to be playing this upcoming weekend. I believe they're over at the South Florida Open. So a couple of our Masters-eligible women Mm -hmm. uh, certainly having some uh, good late-season surges here. And finally, we'll just wrap it up a little MP40 action. We don't always do this, but number one, Johnny McRae shooting 22 under par, a four-stroke victory over Dutch Napier, Dutch number one in our heart. Mm-hmm. Only guy with the Smashbox tattoo that I know of. Third place tie with Jay Simpson and Alan Schuett. So congratulations there. To everyone, and uh, Johnny McRae shooting a 10-21, 10-14, and a 10-18. The guy still got it. He has still got it. Yeah, same thing, though. Great battle between those two. Uh, during the very first round, Dutch had actually a two-stroke. I thought it was only one, but it looks like, according to this, it's two. Two-stroke lead uh, after the first round. Johnny gets one of those back during the second round, and then they had a battle as well coming down to the last couple of holes. It was much closer than the five-stroke swing that they are showing on the ultimately on the card. Uh, it was much closer, and it really just came down to the last few holes where Johnny McRae, again, uh, MP50 eligible, taking it down in the MP40 division. So a good battle uh, between the two of them. And I want to give a quick, uh, I guess, plug. I, I, I make no commissions on this. We should. Uh, maybe. Uh, I know that uh, Jennifer McRae is offering up 
a, a paid service of doing and working with your social media content. So if you're a player mm-hmm. or a small business, anything, I, I don't know if she just limited to the disc golf industry, but that's probably who's listening here tonight. <laughs> uh, if you are looking for some help with your social media, she has been pretty much exclusively handling Johnny's uh, for some time now. And I know she's getting, it feels like daily, she's getting more and more ambitious and creative when it comes to doing things for TikTok and Instagram and so on and so forth. That's phenomenal. So she made a post about this last week, just saying, hey, I am uh, available for those services. I don't know what her rates look like. I don't know any of those details. But she did make that post on Facebook last week. And then when I saw her, I said, hey, I think that's great. I think there's a ton of people that could use your services (laughs) because there's a lot of people who just do social media poorly or non-existent. And I, I think it would be great. And so we'll see if she builds up well, maybe a little bit of a client base. Maybe she should work for the Disc Golf Pro Tour. They just made a post today saying that they were looking for a social media person uh, part-time. Part-time over the what looks like the next few months. Uh, I believe I saw it basically from now until February is what I think I saw in the job posting. Don't quote me on that. Uh, but I believe that's what I saw. And it showed that it was part-time. And I think they put a salary range in there as well. I don't know if it's a million dollars. Um, yeah. I'd like them to pay me some more money. Well, we'll work on or that. Just, yeah. Get me paid. <laughs> pay me. Pay the man his money. Pay the man his money. <laughs> uh, so, yes, uh, there's a couple social media opportunities out there is what I guess we can say there. So uh, I think it's great. I, it's such a perfect job to be doing while you're on the road and it really is you have this relationship with a couple of players where they're sending you you know a couple of basic things and then that that's the job of the social media manager or content manager to put something together for you so that you can get your account up and running Uh, a little secret and Mm -hmm. i I don't think this is a a a bad secret but there's a number of our players (laughs) well i was just gonna say there's a number of our players that are currently using social media uh, services services sure and and they and i applaud them because it's so much better if that's not your strong suit find somebody that can help you with it because clearly it's going to help you in the long run in terms of your overall marketability so those are a couple of things that we saw this weekend thank you to the chain hawk crew thank you to everyone that was involved uh quick plug for our friends over at ace run felix was there working on the action on the fpo side uh, he has a significant logjam, I think, of a ton of great content. And I think he was actually releasing Myrtle Beach footage yes. this weekend. So he has filmed all three rounds of the FPO side. And then that will also be released. And that's going to be all exclusively on Ace Run Pro's channel. So, of course, make sure you guys Go check, check them that out. out. Uh, it was great to see Felix and hang We're out with We're sure him for- you're probably already all subscribed to the channel. But just in case you forgot to hit that subscribe button, please go ahead and do that. Get on it. For them, for us, for Terry. You know, if you have to unsubscribe to another disc golf content like Simon, that's okay. If you if like you have too many subscriptions, he's got plenty. Just give us some. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> it. Uh, I, I, here's here's I'm going to give a plug that I hope makes sense to you guys. Uh, and maybe I talked about it briefly last week. I have no idea when my disc golf guy channel is going to get to a hundred thousand subs. It's not really ever a number I thought about or have put too much concern in. Although once you get near that number, then for some reason it gets a little exciting. I am running it right now on my Patreon that when I hit 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, I'm going to look back and anyone that's a Patreon supporter of mine, two months prior to that date, 
or anyone longer. that's or longer, two months or or longer, is going to be eligible for just a free disc. And and by eligible, I mean you're just going to get, gonna one. get like, one. It's not a drawing. It's not a one in so many. Like every person that is a supporter of two months or longer from the date that I hit a hundred thousand, you're going to get a free disc sent to you. I'm going to need your address. We're going to have to go through all that rigmarole, but. I'm more than ecstatic to do so. I think it's maybe a couple hundred people or something right now, or whatever the number is. It doesn't matter. Is it going to have I'm a cool hundred thousand stand? Yeah, it's going to have to. I'm going to have to come up with something that is. Yeah, it won't just okay. be a generic disc. It will definitely be. It may not be just a stock uh, groove. Yeah, <laughs> just a stock. <laughs> uh, just uh, uh, just an Arobi Epic. Um, oh, if you had enough of those, you could <laughs> actually. Those might have some value. Those would have some value. Terry. No, it will be some special stamp. It might not be exclusive to just you that time, but it will be a custom stamp designated as much as a hundred thousand so uh, this is a roll of the dice yeah someone's saying you could give away your ontarios you'd have enough of them no i'm not not gonna do that this is a roll of the dice because i could hit a hundred thousand tomorrow or it, it could be six months and then you well then you've been on board for six months but the whole point is clever boy i want to thank all of you guys for for supporting me in this journey uh as i get near that I don't want to say meaningless number. It it is it, it's a cool milestone of, to some regard. It's a big even number. Yeah, exactly. And I like those. So, uh, speaking of numbers and updates, well, I was going to say we're going to keep it in Florida. Is okay. actually what we're going to do. There's there's a little bit of Florida news going on. The first little bit of Florida news that I wanted to bring up was the those of you that remember uh, Paul McBeth and Dylan Cease purchased the Throw Down the Mountain property and. They have their own little LLC called McSeese LLC. Clever. Very clever. Um, And immediately after purchasing it, they got sued. (laughs) Well, that lawsuit has now officially been thrown out. It's gone. The judge uh, threw out the lawsuit because the, the... The gentleman, I'll say, the gentleman did not reply to the judge's requests in a significant Mm. amount of time he can still refile the lawsuit i doubt he's going to but Mm -hmm. uh but that is a possibility so just so we're aware mcsees llc free and clear no current lawsuits that we're aware of uh until i file mine (laughs) i mean we should come up with one we'll come up with one yeah uh that was just announced in the last couple of days i believe on Mm -hmm. uh on yesterday during monday uh like you had said uh thrown out and it it it, i guess like you were kind of referencing uh specifically it said uh dismissed without prejudice which uh basically means that it could like you said could be brought back up but dismissed without prejudice so uh yeah so a lot of people have just been kind of curious as to where that is or what's going on timing uh, just shook out now yeah it's working out perfect so there we go and now keeping it with Macbeth, that and that particular location we know that the disc golf pro tour is going to be starting their season of the actual elite series events at the throw down the mountain course as we're going to call it i don't know if it has an official name the yet. grand canyon well, is that's, largely that's what it's been called but i don't know if they're going to call it something different Correct. I'm so sure i'm just going to keep calling it the throw down the mountain course because it seems to be what that's everyone what knows pretty until, much the whole world knows it yeah as. that's how everyone knows it well we all know that it's going to be called the florida open we do know that mm. or or do we it might be called the florida invitational and it was announced that 
chess.com. C-H-E-S-S. Chess.com. Okay. No, okay. no T at the end of that. Just chess.com. Uh, don't go to that other one. Um, or do. I don't care. It's your, it's your life, man. <laughs> yeah. it's, I'm, not, I'm not here to judge We're not you. Judging. I'm not here to judge do you. Do what you got to do. Uh, chess.com is a or the primary sponsor of the Florida Open. Um, not a lot of details as far as the amount of the amount they're giving or anything like that, but there was a really funny uh, video that they put out with a, with a pawn chess piece at a course, chess and checkers. It, you can go out and find it. But it's really cool that we're seeing a sponsor from outside the disc golf industry come in and sponsor an event. I'd love to get more information and hopefully we'll talk to Paul at some point about how this all panned out. Was this a Paul connection? Was this a disc golf pro tour connection to chess.com? Like who reached out to whom? And I know, I believe that the chess.com gentleman is a disc golfer. One of them. Mm. Uh, I've seen him on the disc golf reddits. I believe his name is something like Chris from chess.com or something. Um, clever. Yeah. Very clever. I'll have to go and look. Cause I know he's been out there. But I, I do want to get a little bit more information as far as how this all came together. But very cool. Chess.com, the Florida Open slash Invitational. Uh, clearly, we saw the video that made the announcement and, and playing into the collaboration and, and the overall sponsorship. Is, do you feel, with since we know none of the additional know, details, yeah. do you feel like this is just... Like their primary objective is to make their website more well known. I mean, just a hundred percent. Or do you think because the, of the tie with the disc golf that it's almost more of a? Uh, I'll use the phrase donation versus sponsorship. No, I mean, well, Chess dot com is a very large yeah. website. Um, I believe a couple hundred million revenue is what someone had speculated that I had seen. They're a company of I think three or four hundred people. Okay. Um. They do a subscription model if you'd like to play and do like these daily puzzles and these indifferent help and all these things. You can play for free. The funny thing is uh, there was always two things that Mahmood would do between MPO and FPO. Or sometimes I'd come when we would be at the basement of the old house and he would stay late after the events to do a bunch of graphics. Mm Mm-hmm. I'd go upstairs, hang out with the family, put the kids to bed, come back downstairs, and he was either doing one of, I guess, three things. Working, playing Magic the Gathering, Mm. or playing chess, I think, on chess.com. So that was where my first exposure to that was. Mm. But from a little bit of anecdotal evidence, it seems like there's a little bit of overlap in chess.com subscribers to disc golfers. Um, just on one of the boards that I was listening in, there was a lot of people that were like, Hey, I've got a, sub- I-, I do that. And I play chess on there once every couple weeks or once a week or whatever they do. And some guys like, yeah, I played it all, you know, all, all my off season and I got really good at, at chess. It's really helpful and this and that. So do I think it's like just an in-kind donation? No, I-, I think that they're looking to expand their market base and, well, and just become better known. Like someone Maybe who just hasn't thought about chess in a while. I'm not a chess player personally. I know how to play, but you know, if you know, what, why not try to make that conversion? Are we going to see? Here's a, here's the question for you, Terry. The pyramids underneath the baskets. Are we going to see one that mm, looks like like uh, a pawn or a king or a rook? rook? 
I mean, we kind of already have one at 10 at Maple Hill, right? With a little castle, yeah. a little castle. I mean, that's an immediate, obvious play. Uh, good question. Uh, who knows what they're going to do and how the overall assets or coordination and everything else is going to look like. We're, we're, uh, it's, it is irrelevant largely because it's an online uh, offering and solution, but any idea where they're based out of? My understanding is that the gentlemen that own it came from BYU, which would be mm-hmm. Utah. Okay. So not, I just, sometimes it feels like there's even a more obvious association when it might be in your backyard, so to speak. But if it doesn't have a Florida tie, then and maybe then there is some not, Florida tie. Maybe yeah. one of the guys came from Florida. I, I don't sure. know. Okay. I just um, wonder but if that I, but I believe the that they were uh, BYU students that became, okay. and, che- and then now they do chess.com. So, all right. Well, once we get more details, once the world gets more details as to what's what's that actually mean, the fact that I'll say this: the fact that there was the commercial that was made and that they are the presenting sponsor tells us obviously that it is a significant contribution, it is a significant oh, sponsorship yeah. because to have the title sponsorship over, for instance, a a discraft in this case is is substantial. Uh, I think that's just to me is the biggest indicator because with Paul, you would assume that this uh, you know Paul and and uh, you know Paul and and Dylan's property, but then Jeff Corns as your tournament director, your listed tournament director, you would assume that this would be in fact a a largely discraft bannered event, and it still will have plenty of discraft sure. representation. But the fact that they're not the full blown title sponsor. Uh, tells you that there's obviously some significant contribution that's coming in from chess.com. So cool. Uh, I, I'm kind of in the same boat with you. I know how to play. It's not a major priority to me, priority to me in order to play, but uh, I love just seeing anything else that is bringing in non-disc golf. It's interesting when it's it's other things. I don't want to say that competes with disc golf. Like, for instance, play... <laughs> You're playing when you play chess, you're not playing disc golf. When you're playing disc golf, you're not playing chess, generally speaking. As opposed to saying when I'm eating my Johnsonville sausage, I'm definitely like that's not in any any competitive realm whatsoever. That's my only that's my only um I don't know. I mean, if if you're sitting there watching an NFL game and there's a Fortnite commercial that comes on, do you feel like Fortnite competes with the NFL? Because I do. It's an attention-seeking device. I mean, sure. you're looking at, I, I could be sitting here watching the football game, or I could be sitting playing Fortnite on my computer or something. Those are direct competitors, but yet not in the same space, so to yeah. speak. I feel like this, and I feel like this is the same thing, too. You, you they Yes, clearly you're competing for attention, but I don't feel that they really... It's it's not a, a direct competition. I, I, I agree. I, yeah. I totally agree. Now, uh, I, it'd be funny because I think if something like maybe pickleball or another sport advertised, like, hey, come play, you know, the the ultimate or something along those lines, sure. maybe that would be more competition. But also chess.com, you can, I mean, you could literally, you, you can play it at night. You can play it whenever. It's not, you don't necessarily have to be. I understand. Yeah, I totally agree yeah. with all that. I, it, it, I think as we see these sponsors 
at a significant level come in? Just how you know endemic are they to disc golf? Uh, ultimately, becomes the question. And and we look at some of our biggest ones in the last few years of Johnson, Johnsonville, uh, LL Bean, Barbasol, Barbasol. Like there's there's certain obvious ties, but not necessarily are they in any form competitive. Well, well maybe maybe they'll run some sort of uh, advertising or sponsorship that you while you're watching Disc Golf Network. If you're sitting on your iPad playing Chess.com, maybe you can get some sort of discount or bonus. Sure. Or, you know, you get an extra move before the other guy. <laughs> you get two moves to every one of his. I still don't even think I could beat oh, most God. people that no, way. No, me neither. Uh, me but... neither. It's just... <laughs> All right. So uh, a very seemingly very cool. Again, it doesn't hit. Uh, it's not to downplay it. It doesn't hit you and I the same as it does. Like I think I saw Brian Earhart make a post because Brian, I think, uses chess.com all the time. Sure. Maybe that's what why he's so smart. I don't know. But that's why. Uh, so it's a little more exciting and personal to him than it is to you and I. But at the end of the day, it's definitely awesome for the for us. It's for great the for the sport. So all right. We'll see. We'll see what that all means. And at the also, we're not probably ever getting the numbers. Uh if if we're just being real. Uh, I'm guessing at no point will I be told Hey, chess.com is put in twenty eight thousand dollars or seventy seven or one hundred and nine. I think you're lying. I, I don't think know you'll if find I'll out. Ever know those numbers. I think you'll find out whether you can share it or not is another statement. Oh, I think you'll find out. I don't know. Currently not scheduled to uh, possibly even work that event. That is insane to me. Like, there's, I, I, I understand that. Like, <laughs> and this is so behind the curtain stuff. Um, that the a preliminary. Uh, schedule was put out for some of the commentators and I noticed you noticed that you weren't on this particular event, which I think is kind of silly because there's nobody that knows this course better than you other than maybe Paul now, but even Paul, even you've been there more. Maybe Barnett knows the course better than you. Yeah, Mike Barnett. <laughs> Mike Barnett. And a Just few, of the, few of the tireless volunteers. Of do. course, but I'm saying from, from a, a media, media perspective. perspective, you've covered it for like 15 straight years or something dumb. <laughs> and yeah, we'll see how the schedule works well, out. As of right now, it's a I am not listed. It it's is a, a preliminary, preliminary schedule. schedule. So As of right change. now, I don't believe that I'm listed to be working that event, which Mullet, does just, feel weird. Just change that. Just one event. Uh, no, I, I'm not here. I'm not here to beg for work. If, if no, you can take him <laughs> off another job. I don't care. But this is one that he should be on. Oh <laughs> uh, well, we'll right. see. We'll see how that all shakes out. All right, we're going to talk a little bit about some sponsorship news. Not yes. a ton of announcements, just a few of them uh, since last week. I don't know if we talked about Connor O'Reilly, who announced he was uh, signing with Lone Star. No, I think that, that is, is just in the last few days. Yep, that is a new sponsorship for him. Yes. And we did see an extension from AJ Carey and Deanne Carey. I believe it was a one-year extension. As well as an extension with Lone Star with as, well. Lone Star as yep. well. Sorry, yeah. Um, and then Prez, Andrew Presnell extends with Discraft. He said he made a post out there saying he will again be on the tour team. So we're going to see another year of Andrew Presnell with Discraft. Those are more or less your big announcements, big uh, for the next, you know, that we've seen in the last week or so. Uh, the other one, and I'll give a full update to what happened last week. I'm going to see if I can find, hopefully even, I'm not sure if it was just a story, so it may not be able to, uh, I may not be able to pull it up. But last week, as we were closing out, I was telling you guys, it was during the round, I'm sorry, during our uh, actual show, I was reminded that 
uh, Luke had reached yes. out to me and was looking for me to write a referral so that she could hopefully obtain a sports visa. At 3 a.m., I was writing up this sports visa. Because it was referral. due that day? It was due the next day. So Terry more or less pulled like the middle school, like, and granted, he only got the assignment like a day ahead of time. Yes. But then at like three in the morning, he's finishing up his report. Yes, that's exactly what it was. And uh, I ended up talking with her the next morning uh, when I woke up and I said, hey, I have this pretty much done. Is it too late? And she said, no, we'll, 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 they still need it. We'll still take the referral. So I wrote up some, um, uh, I don't want to just say kind, but they were kind, but they were also very legitimate, um, you know, referral type details in what we've seen from her and the sportsmanship and everything else that we've seen from her and also closing out her year on a pretty solid note especially with the world's finish that she had that great putt to finish uh, yeah <laughs> the, the, you know sixth the highest finishing norwegian uh in world's history all, all this other great stuff and i've i've actually knew her i don't want to say before everyone else but in you're the u.s you're a hipster before quite a few people because it was at the 2019 uh, PCS that I attended. Uh, Avery Jenkins was there. Eagle McMahon was there, and a few others. I had met her there, and that was before PCS was on the map as well. In terms of an an elite series, I actually shared uh, some living quarters with her for the weekend, along with a bunch of other people, right there on the course. So I do feel qualified to talk about the sportsmanship and everything else that we've seen from her. She made an update yesterday or the day before just saying hey super excited i'm gonna have a new sponsor announcement and we have officially submitted for this visa and right now it's all been submitted and right now it's a waiting game so she's hoping to announce both a new sponsor as well as hopefully a five-year visa i think it's five years um a sports visa i think those are typically five years um and uh we'll all we can do is hang tight. So I guess as we're talking about sponsorships and news and whatnot, we saw that she had uh, thanked Prodigy and uh, you know said her goodbyes to Prodigy, and now it's just a matter of finding out where she's going to land on her feet and uh, and and move forward. We'll see. Yeah. So best of luck to her. <laughs> hopefully, every, I'm sure anything I uh, anything I may have said hopefully will only increase her chances. As long as I didn't diminish them or, or decrease them, that's all I can hope for. Um, so we'll we'll find out. And yeah, the Connor O'Reilly news I believe was uh, news since last week. So okay, I couldn't remember if it was post. If we, I, uh, I don't, we didn't talk about it last week, but I couldn't remember if it was actually announced last Tuesday and we just missed no, it. I feel like it was so. like Friday or something that he had made the announcement. So. Best of luck to Connor O'Reilly. Any other sponsor? There's nothing sponsor-related that we've seen coming out right now. It's still just, I mean, it's early December. I have to imagine we're going to start seeing some things, maybe right before Christmas is my guess. For sure after Christmas, that week from Christmas to New Year, I think you're going to start seeing more and more announcements, whether they're... I think we're going to see a lot, and this is just me guessing, a lot of Discraft extensions. Because mm. I know a lot of the FPO Discraft players signed shorter-term contracts, and I don't see many of them leaving. So, But I don't know. So I, I just think we're going to see a, probably a bunch of extensions. All right. Uh, oh, uh, just a quick shout-out, uh, t- talking about uh, FPO players. Congratulations to Kona Montgomery. Yes. She 
made she's if you don't follow her on uh whatever social media i think she's on all of them probably Mm -hmm. but instagram is her primary one that i i follow her on um she made the announcement that she is officially cancer free so nothing better no better announcement in the sport than that right now so congratulations and she is now on the road to recovery she's asking about if people want to kind of follow her in her workouts and what she's going to be doing to get herself back into disc golf shape uh with her in uh Colton. So congratulations, Kona. Could not be happier for you. Yeah, I think we, it was about this time last week. We may have just barely missed uh, mentioning it last week. So, yeah, as you said, congratulations. Uh, And she has been very uh, open and forthcoming with this journey. And um, as you said, best news you could, you could possibly read or get an update uh, from uh, from Kona. So Great to see. Uh, Paige Pierce, in a similar sense, we're also seeing her continue to uh, post about her recovery and uh, fighting through and uh, just trying to really trust her ankle. I feel like more than anything, if there's any phrase I would use the most, it feels like trusting her ankle and relearning a few things is is essentially where she's at. And she also had uh, the release with her brand new shoes in the last week or so. And the little unbroken documentary. I don't think we mentioned it last week. I think we forgot to. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> we, it we, came I out that same day. It yeah. came out that same day. We closed the show and then we were like, oh crap, we forgot to mention it. But yes, yeah. if you want to go out there and to kind of take a look at that, uh, you can follow her on uh, her social medias as well. And she will give you, there's a link out there to get to see the unbroken documentary, I believe. Yeah, it's about 10 minutes and uh, has some... Uh, great insight. Uh, as Eight to- minutes of those are the intro to disc golf. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How the sport got started. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you needed. Uh, speaking of disc craft, <laughs> extending himself around the around the uh, sun one more time was Bob Julio. So Bob celebrating a birthday Happy yesterday. Happy birthday, Bob. Got to throw that in there. Good old Bob, who uh, has been a one of the main driving forces, I feel like, in seeing disc craft get really aggressive in the last five years. Some of you are new here. <laughs> um, Discraft really put out a, a significant um, uh, challenge isn't the word. Uh, put out a, a effort, concerted effort to go out and acquire the talent that they have in these last few years, uh, which didn't feel as much of their focus. They clearly have had very talented people for many years, including all these world champs. However. They've really got aggressive in the last few years in what they've done. And I feel as if a lot of that was that charge was led by one Bob Julio. So, uh, of course, there's a lot of people that have to say yes and sign some checks and do other things. But I feel like Bob was one of the main driving forces uh, to uh, where they're at today. So happy birthday to Bob. All right, uh, and I'm gonna. While we're at it, we're. I feel like we're just giving plugs and updates for all of our players, and you know what? We're here for that because we're just that kind of feel good uh, scenario. I got an update, and I do want to uh, share this. Uh, he's obviously a good friend of the show, and I think he even does some stuff on his own. Uh, the Paul Uliberry Leadership Foundation. I just want to read a couple notes to you. Uh, it says. Are you looking for a way to make a difference in disc golf? Consider giving to the Uliberry Leadership Foundation. Uh, the foundation empowers college-bound athletes, disc golf athletes, to pursue higher education through the granting of scholarships based on academic achievement, athletic excellence, sportsmanlike manner, and financial need. Our goal is to give out $8,000 worth of scholarships in 2024. In order to do that, we need your help. Please give now by going to yuli.foundation slash 
donate. So check that out. Uliberry Foundation. Uh, Uliberry Leadership Foundation. Okay. Speaking of which, I think I'm going to see at least one of the Yulies this weekend. More than likely, Pete. Pete. Yes. Uh, quick pre-plug. I, for the first time, will be excited and uh, and insight and on in person and ready to go to cover the Big Arm Challenge. Are you ready for that, Johnny? Am I ready for the Big Is Arm it Challenge? Really a no. challenge if you're not there. The big arm challenge. Yeah, because I, 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 if you want to go long arm challenge, I'm in. Okay, like big. No one's ever accused me of having big arms. No, or a big arm. Well, here, here, I'm going to give a precursor to this, since some of you may not be familiar with it. It's in its fourth year, and Vista del Camino, which you saw a few weeks ago in the PLO layout, and then you usually see in the what they call the Vista XL layout. They deem this the Vic, the Vista XXL layout. Look so it's perfect size. for you. <laughs> not funny. Not funny. Uh, this is what's known as the Vista XXL layout. Uh, there is 50 open players registered. I'm just going to read off a couple of the top throwers and uh, highest rated players that we'll be covering this weekend. Hopefully some or all of these guys will have some coverage. AB, Anthony Brella, I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh... He's out of Arizona. The, the name rings a bell. A.B., Aaron Gossage, Parker Welk, Andrew Miranda, Jacob Curtis, a.k.a. Cupcake, Connor Rock, Jake Brown, a couple of the guys that you've seen uh, very specifically on coverage of mine, especially in the last few months. So it's going to be pretty cool to see. Um, it's Sunday, Saturday and Sunday, one round each day. I'm going to probably release coverage on like Monday and Tuesday. In, in hopes of uh, garnering a few more views on it and uh, getting people all ready to go, but I'll be out there covering it this weekend. So look for the Disc Golf Guy channel to have that. And that's taking place out at the Vista XXL layout, the Big Arm Challenge 4. I believe originally started or co-TD'd uh, by Jordan Castro. I know he was a big part of that. I think he's a little more in the backseat this year, uh, but the Desert Flyers and the rest of that crew are uh, are picking it up and running with it. So. Yeah, you should come out to Arizona. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/achieve today. Not in play. I mean, well, what's the MA40 crowd look like? <laughs> MA, I think it's full, but <laughs> probably. Uh, yeah, there's eight right now. I think they're mm. full. I don't know. I'm just saying, if you've ever wanted to put discs in the water at Vista. I mean, that would be a good time. 
it wouldn't be the first. Uh, I mean, it could be the last. I don't know how I'm going to play there, but it definitely wouldn't be the first time I've put discs in water at Vista. <laughs> no. Wait, I'm trying to think. And at Fountain. At Fountain, 100%. Yeah, I mean, that's. that's yeah, oh, I for sure put yeah, discs in the water at Vista. Probably on the Gunite hole. Probably 13, yeah. Yeah. What it used to be, yeah. Used to be the, yeah, I just call it the gun I hold because the numbers are always different. So yeah. everyone kind of knows where you throw from the, the pavilion up to the over yeah, the Yeah, and they lengthened I, it since you were there. Well, so. that's awesome. So now <laughs> I will almost most certainly just go off to the right, yeah, which I've never up. done in the past. No, but and you now, would not. If Kale LaVisca lays yeah. up to the right side, yes, you I'm, should be I'm, as well. I'm definitely Because I'm trying to think where else I would have gone in the water on that course. Well, yeah, I mean, it's easy for a few to leak in, the even old, on like hole 18. The old hole 8. Oh, the. Oh, the I've never gone in on 18, even though I've only played that particular position like once or twice. Um, I was thinking maybe the the whole after the long walk back. It's It's been different sure, holes. Sure, sure. That, where, which, where you, that would actually be 13 now. Yeah, it I'm would be sorry. 13. You know, the, Correct. The course hole number one. Yes. Yeah, that hole. would be a because good place to go That in. would have been a place I probably would have gone <laughs> in the water. Um, I, I could have maybe gone on, I think it's old hole eight, but I don't think I ever really did. Yeah, uh, With, eight, throw... yeah, eight or nine. Nine's an easy place to do it, the downhill. So. Oh, nine. I, I, I don't know if I... <laughs> no, because I always played that one really safe because I knew I didn't want to lose one there. But I... So I'll say this. I I did see... I remember it vividly watching somebody uh, on after... On hole seven. Well, what, what we used to call seven. So after the first long walk. Yep. Watch someone throw it like str- from the upper. From you're saying up on eight or on seven? No, on seven. After okay. the after the long walk, you yeah, go up yeah, there and you get across. To you seven. get across. I saw someone yank it so far right into that pond, oh, like just sure. just try to power throw one and grip locked it and just cr- that thing had to be at least a hundred feet into that water, <laughs> and that's a good ways to get to, to the, the water. water. And then you just like it would just got up and flipped and and just held. And you're just like, that's a hell of a long drive, the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah. So well, I've I've seen I've definitely seen that. I don't think I've ever been in the water on the right, but I've definitely looked for distance. Yeah, and what in you're there. talking about on seven, and many of you have watched, it's usually the easiest par four on the course, hole number seven in the Vista XL layout. I think they actually play kind of backwards, and that will Ooh. be the eighteenth hole. Okay. So you're uh playing it uh coming from a different spot. And you're going to play all of that hole and then some, and that will actually be where hole 18. Uh, mm. So I watched some of the drone previews. I'm really excited to see what the layout and to see what these big guns, uh, these big throwers can do uh, out there this weekend. So I, I just wanted to give the plug because I'm excited to head back out to Arizona and to uh, get the coverage for you guys. And that's exactly the plan this weekend. So. I was always much more of a classic guy. I, I, I threw my discs in the water at Fountain. Yeah. None of that that's, Vista stuff. Yeah, who needs that Vista <laughs> stuff when you can do it at Fountain? Uh, that makes up for it. I like it. Um. And and uh, along that note, if if I apply, if we apply just the right amount of pressure, my my hidden secret that's not a secret anymore when I tell you this, I I think I want I'm gonna ask to get Ricky to do commentary with me. Oh, I thought because he's not playing in the event. I thought you were gonna say catch cam. <laughs> I did. I did. That's funny. I harassed him at the PLO. I said, "Hey, why don't you get out here with a camera?" Come on, He's like, No, that's your job. You get out there. So it would be funny to put him on catch cam. No, uh, just for one I, hole. <laughs> I want uh, the plan. Here's my plan, and uh, it's been talked about. I want to try and get Rick to do commentary because it'd be great because it's going to be obviously like AB and Parker and these people that he knows, but he's not playing in the event. So to have him do commentary, I think would be a lot of fun. Here's what I want. Uh Oh, I want Rick to do commentary. Okay. But 
I want razzing Rick. Oh, I want Rick just to like talking about why do you throw it in the just, junk? Just brutal. Like, oh, AB, you're so Rick, dumb for doing that. And Rick I unleashed. Want, I want Rick unleashed. I want no holds okay. barred. Rick just to kind of raz round Rick. Almost raz round. Like for, uh, for if commentary. It's if it's needed. I mean, it might be nothing but praising. Uh, I doubt it. <laughs> we'll see. No. Come okay. On. Well, Rick. I, I, want, I want a little raz round Rick. Just, that, a, just, uh, just enough. Just that's that's fair. We'll, we'll see if we can. Uh, I mean, why not? Right. This is this seems like this a is a fun event. event. For it. It's it's a yeah. fun event. Uh, there's a good chance I'm going to be staying with him at his place. So if we can, if I can convince him uh, of it, I, I I like your plan. Or I want in the pool commentary, Rick. <laughs> so Rick is just in the pool just chilling, lounging. just maybe on like a floaty uh-huh. with a microphone as he's watching video. It's like, like, oh, AB, you're in the water. So am I. <laughs> Look at this. Come on. Yeah. We can do it. We can do it, Rick. We'll come up with a good one. Uh, I think you're onto something. I love it. All right. Uh, so that's what's happening. I'm going to shift gears, especially because it just popped up on my feed two seconds ago. So I'll read it off what I'm seeing here. Uh, not only is GK Pro uh, heading to New Zealand for the tour down under, uh, I'm seeing some uh, some other specifics, including what looks like uh, what Nate Perkins. We already know Juliana Corver is going to be down there. Uh, Luke Humphreys, of course, is going to be there. So looking forward to it. Looks like uh, Sullivan Tipton is going to be down there. So uh, is there anyone else? Down in New Zealand, they're going to do some OTB skins? Yeah, some OTB skins. And then I think the overall tour for uh, the New Zealand tour this this year is four weeks. And it conflicts with my Southeast Asia tour. Otherwise, (laughs) I know. I can't. um, But uh, obviously, Gatekeeper. Gatekeeper's going to be there. I say, if you pay me, Terry, I'll go to New Zealand and do filming. No. uh, But Gatekeeper's got it covered. Yeah. uh, No, it's not Gatekeeper. Whoop, let's. I got to correct that. GK Pro. I, I may have misspoke. Sorry. You, you did, and then you made me misspeak. Okay. Well, GK Pro. We all GK know GK Pro. Pro does the skins. So, always have. Uh, yes. Hope uh, hope that they have a good time and looking forward to it. Uh, that's going to be awesome. So, All right. Corey Ellis celebrating a birthday if we're just shouting things out. Let's get it in there. Oh, happy birthday, Corey. Happy birthday. All right. What else do we know here, Johnny? Other things going on um, since, obviously, the... Tour conversation, not the tour, the, I'm sorry, the sponsorship conversations, like you said, are probably two to three weeks out before we see, I'm going to call it, I'm not quite a max exodus, but we're definitely going to see a lot of people in the next couple of weeks when they know they're done playing for the year, they're going to say, hey, thank you to sponsor Mm so-and-so, soon I'll be announcing my new sponsor. That's going to be what you're mostly going to see. Is it worth speculating or do we just... I, I'm I'm good with waiting, but do you, do you have any other wild speculations out there? No, uh, I mean the only speculation that I have, a, a little bit of eagle speculation, was just that I, I said a couple weeks ago when he made his uh, announcement about his shoulder, uh, the surgery, mm-hmm. that he looked very calm and relaxed, like he had kind of things under control. And I kind of made the assumption that, like, I think Discmania is going to re-sign him. I'm starting to wane on that a little bit. I, I just, okay. I just think that it might be, and I, and I truly don't know anything about anything in general, but especially about this, that he could have been really relaxed because he's already made a decision 
is what I was thinking. I'm like, well, maybe he's not going with Discmania. Uh, maybe he is. I honestly don't know. But it would not shock me to see Eagle spread his wings. Oh. I have to use the analogy. I'm sure I'm the first. Yeah. Um, good one. Good pull. Yeah, totally. And, and, and maybe move from Discmania. But I don't know. He could resign tomorrow and make me look foolish, yeah. which wouldn't be the first time. Well, definitely won't be the last. Obviously, if we're just going to quickly regurgitate a lot of the speculation is the fact that he may or may not be moving. And then also does that impact someone like a Gannon mm. who is also rumored to be fielding offers. And last year, the number one candidate oh. seemed as if it was the big rumor was that was Discmania for multiple Discmania. reasons that that Discmania really wanted to sign him and that he was very close to it but then obviously with the lawsuit and whatnot that ended up not happening I mean the the big question is can Discmania sign Eagle Kyle and Gannon like that's a, that's a lot on your plate for three I mean you're talking three of the top possibly five players in the world. I mean, Kyle's got to be close. You're talking top five players. Maybe you would argue he's like a top seven, but that's so uh, does, you know, does the Eagle decision change anything? I mean, I'm sure right by now, everybody knows that's in the know there. Discmania knows Eagle knows. I'm sure Gannon probably knows where he's going. I'm sure, you know, Kyle's probably, I think Kyle's still signed for another uh, that's year. That's what I was just going to say. I'm pretty sure Kyle had signed a year or two ago. Yeah, I think he's got one more. Pretty, I don't think he's up Pretty for, sure he has this full year going yet. So, I, but, I'm, yeah. But in, but in general, does that make a difference? Is that going to make be a determining factor? Uh, could, could Discmania do what Discraft did a couple of years ago? Sign a couple big players and... And 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 really start to push their brand, and because we know they've got the backing of House of Discs, yeah, House of Disc. I don't know if that plural or not. I'm not sure. House of Discs. That would make more sense. It would make more sense, but I, that's not necessarily it doesn't mean anything. The House of Discs, the I, I, ultimate. Okay, you need disc to be, golf company. When you speak it, you need to be more clear with your final S, because it is House of Discs. House of Discs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's like the third time you've basically. I'm just saying it's the house of dis. Yeah, you, 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 you're like a very midwestern slur at the end of that. The, the house, house of dis. I can't even say it like you. House of discs. At any rate, it is. It so, is listed as the house of dis. House of discs and discs. So they have plenty of cash behind them. Will they try to make a big push for a a top tier team with Discmania or? Is there some sort of internal budget and Discmania is going to, you know, can they only afford to sign one person? Is there, these are all things we're going to find out. Other than that, I mean, we all know, I think Gannon is going to, I mean, I think he had his foot out the door most of the year and it would take a really good offer to keep him. And it and it may or may not even come down to dollars and cents. It might there, not. There, there may be some but emotional. Yeah, I, I've always said more dollars make that emotion go away. Certainly, because if 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 Prodigy turned around and said, "All right, we're going to do the mill a year," I bet you that soothes a lot mm. <laughs> behind the scenes. Um, not that they're going to. Not that they can. 
I'm just saying that if they could, that would definitely probably make a lot of bad feelings go by the wayside. So if we've got basically Ganon and Eagle, and I think Ganon is mostly out the door to whom I don't know. I don't necessarily know if Eagle is mostly out the door. I think he's definitely, he'd be smart if he was exploring and hearing offers, but who knows where he's going to go. I guess we'll see. I don't know if that I love that the house of discs. Thank you. Their, their tagline is we got cash. No, is the ultimate disc golf company. And I just feel like, Depends on if they're planning on getting to the ultimate side of the sport. Ultimate is 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 just a if, when you're talking about confusion within frisbee related things. Ultimate is just an easy word to then skip and not use. The now maybe I'm being is pedantic the word I I don't know but ultimate the ultimate disc golf company. There's just a, I would have used a different word. Yes, unless, like you said, they're unless get they. The, I mean, I guess would still. it would it shock you? I mean, they already make an ultimate disc. Technically, I, I don't know if DD still does that. I, they did have the Aviator, right? That's yeah. what it was. So I don't know if they're still selling that. I don't that think kinda, they're going for that play. I don't think course. they are either. But you don't know if if disc golf works out really well for the them. Word, but still, you know, maybe they buy an ultimate team. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, I don't love it. Don't come after me. And if you want to sponsor something I'm doing, I'm still listening. But I just don't love that word in their in their that's, motto tagline. That's fine. I'm I'm sure they'll really contemplate it on their bed of money. <laughs> uh, their their mattress full of hundred dollar bills will. They'll be like, "Well, man, what did Ta- the disc golf guy say that one night?" Terry Mill yeah. Terry Miller, and that then and then they'll they'll show the gif of. Uh, Woody Harrelson dabbing his tears with yeah. the, with the cash. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, uh, Ray on the board says his prodigy buddies, Alden and Isaac, have how many more years on contract? Uh, uh, before I answer that or even go on, uh, yes. Isaac has another year. And Kyle Klein, uh, speaking of Dismania, is signed through 2026. It was a 2023 through 2026 Oh, okay. I, I, thought it was through, I thought it was through 2024. No, but, it's an oh, extension. Or 2025. I thought it was through 2025. Okay, that's either way. Either um, way. So good. So so Kyle's locked up. Uh, Alden, I believe, ha- Isaac, I know, has one more year on his contract. And I think Alden was up this year. Yes, I believe that. Because there the were rumors well. of Alden going to... Discmania to be with uh, Gavin, um, but one. I. But again, I think I think the hard part with that crew is that when you see one of them go somewhere because they're so tight knit, there's so much. It, it just it always feels like someone's like, oh yeah, like there's know. an assumption. Yeah, like there's an assumption that oh, so you know, one of their buddies is there, so they're gonna go there. It's kind of like how. Um, everybody that I've seen is kind of assuming uh, Luca is going to go to Innova because Bradley Williams is there for now, even though Bradley's is up and we talked about that last week. I, I don't make that assumption at all. I think these guys are smart. They're young and they're going to go where they get the best deal. And if that's latitude 64, if that's legacy discs, if that's wherever it's going to be DGA, who, whomever DD, they're going to go where they get their best deal. 
It's not going to affect their relationship. It's not going to affect Alden's videos clearly, as we saw when Ganon was having his issue with uh, Prodigy. Yeah, I I don't think we're going to see. He very well could. You know, Alden could go to Discmania, but I'm not putting any money on it. Okay. Well, lots of other, like you said, lots of others uh, are ending here in 2023, and it just will be a matter of if we see an extension on those or not. I mean, when you look at it, even I didn't realize this, but Double G is listed as ending uh, as his contract being up here in 2023 with Innova. And I know it's hard to think of him being anywhere else on the planet. but Anything could happen, but, but it's really hard for me to see. Like, there's a few people, like, it just... It's very difficult for me to see them going anywhere. I think technically JK is on her last year too. Yeah, uh, that's how she is listed. Yeah, I couldn't see her leaving Innova. I can't see Double G leaving. Bradley Williams is another one. It's like I could. It would be very tough. Like he's. I feel like Bradley Williams has you know like almost his entire body in that Innova store, and it just. But he might peek out. Depending on what anything what's offered is possible, him. and um, you know also conversation. Is certainly happening around the idea of, you know, Latitude 64, who had such a huge push a few years ago, a, mm-hmm. a massive push, and it kind of felt like they were sponsoring almost everybody. And now it feels as if we're seeing a little less effort in um, in re-signings or whatever. And, well, and that may or may not be, you know, I mean, obviously. They, they could have a master marketing plan. And a lot of this people are saying, would it make sense for LAT to have all the Europeans and then sure. have Discmania or DD kind of have all of the Americans. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's – it all depends on what you're looking for. To me, that seems silly, to be honest, only, beca- yeah. only because – You love the cross-branding. You love the cross-branding because why would you limit LAT64 to the Europeans in a European market? Mm-hmm where they already have a, a a good foothold, why wouldn't you want to do something like, hey, let's bring in, we'll just say Ganon. Let's bring in Ganon into LAT64 and try to push some of that into the U.S. Or have um, Antala come over to DD or something to to help push DD in Europe. It just I, I think segregating it like that is a bad idea and that you would almost want to really kind of have a, a, a true mixture of your team. And granted, when we say team, these are disc teams. It, a, a lot of it, it's not team team. So, uh, Greg Fashion, who I'll see in Samui in a matter of weeks. Uh, happy birthday. Doctor of Disc Golf asks Terry and Johnny, how many pros do you think stick with their current sponsor regardless of potential better offers? I I think that's it dep- I think it depends on the better offer. Exactly. Significantly a better offer, I think people jump ship. But there are a few who will that do have their 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 loyalties. I'll give like Yuli for an example at this point now. And I know which is really funny cuz he's bounced around a lot in the past. I think it would take a real real significant change at this point in his career for him to leave Discraft. And I kind of feel that way about Germ too. Like or or Nate Sexton. Like Nate, Nate both of those guys I think have really good relationships with Innova and it would take a significant giving them an extra $40,000 a year, 
I don't think they would move. Maybe Germ. I don't think Sexton, based on the fact that, A, his wife is a doctor and he's raking it in with uh, with the Firebirds. I, I, I don't think that's enough. I, I don't know Germ's financial situation, but it just feels, you know, that's... Yeah, I mean, I, it's tough to put an exact number on it. Does that does the forty thousand you just mentioned does that include or take into account for you know say Sexton's Firebird sales or not, mm-hmm. so on and so forth? Yeah, so it's not always just apples to apples. Clearly, I mean, it was said on the board. Lindsay said it. Like, who would have thought that we'd ever see uh, Des Redding leave Innova? Um, you know, I thought that was. I certainly would have never guessed that in a million years. Uh, then again, how many years ago was it that we never thought we'd, Val. you know, necessarily see Valley Vinovar? We or or Paul Macbeth go to Discraft, and I mean, there's a lot of these changes that just as as you feel that they're feel like they're cemented in. Uh, they some of them have been flipped on their head. Simon leaving Discmania uh, for maybe a what was then a very unlikely. Uh, candidate. In I think MVP. it's worked out for them. I, I'm not <laughs> clearly. I, I'm obviously, but at the time, or if you would have said five years ago, hey, I think Simon Lazat is going to be playing for MVP. If you well, said that five years ago, you would have been laughed. Sure, but that also MVP was such a smaller company. I'm they've, just they've, saying they've picked you, up a lot of steam been, in the last four years. You would have certainly years. been laughed right off of that conversation, or you know, out of the room with that. So, uh, and it's obviously worked out for all of the parties, and I think it's awesome. So, uh, it, I think that just kind of goes to show that anything is possible now at this point, and we'll see how it goes. And Lindsay asks, if you had to pick an out of left field player to make a move, who would you pick? Steve Rico. I think he's. I think that's as far as out of left field as I can get. He's going to leave Legacy. Uh, yeah, that he's going to stay be... with the company, still own it, but spawns get sponsored by someone else. Yeah, that would be. Uh, that would definitely no, I, be a wild one. I, I couldn't even. I couldn't even pick one at this point. I don't. I don't know how that would work. But um, it would be funny. It would be great. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> uh. Anyway. Uh, nothing else in terms of the schedule. Uh, we're seeing that the Disc Golf Masters Tour, I think we touched on that last week, but we're seeing that that's getting more cemented in place uh, and, and going to transpire, of course, for 2024. And the Disc, uh, I'm sorry, the PDGA has now, I don't want to say backed it more, but it has, has partnered more and embraced it and supported it. I think they're going to do so even more so. Uh, coming up in 2024. I think that was maybe some of what we saw. Um, also, we saw news this weekend. Trevor Harbolt not going to continue his MPO journey. He's, he's getting old like us. He's getting old like us. Yeah, he's okay. going to be doing MP40. So, Which, again, Tre- Trevor was... He, he was never a big name on the DGPT. He was a known commodity just because he's been around for quite a while he's playing where he should now. Like he's, he's not competing in MPO on the disc golf pro tour any longer. MP 40 is a good spot for him to be. We will see what he, uh, what he brings. Maybe the masters tour is, uh, something that he even has his sites specifically set on. I guess, uh, I guess we'll find out. There was something else. Uh, I, I apologize regarding the PDGA that was, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I apologize. Uh, there was an, a call out for, I'm going to find it so I can not screw it up for you guys. Well, that doesn't mean I still won't. Oh, yeah. uh, seeking nominations for the Becky Zalek Women's Choice Award, 
Uh, the PDGA Women's Committee is requesting nominations from women and girls who are current PDGA members for candidates for the Becky Zalik Women's Choice Tournament Director of the Year Award. Uh, it's a it's an award given each year to a TD who has proven to be a leader amongst their peers in providing a tournament atmosphere that is friendly to women and girls. These TDs keep women's needs top of mind and go the extra mile to ensure a positive experience for women regardless regardless of their experience or skill level. So uh, nominations will be accepted from December 5th through December 29th, uh, and you can submit your nomination if you are uh, a current PDGA member. So uh, wanted to throw that out there. And uh, in the inaugural year, uh, one of our favorite smashies, Sarah Nicholson, was awarded that a few months ago uh, in the very first offering of it. So, rightfully to so, her. too. Congrats to her yet again. All right. Um, we already talked about what's coming up this next weekend. Some uh, tournaments, Florida. Some people are going international. Uh, Scott Stokely's running clinics. We'll get that plug in there. Scott, also, I do want to get a plug in for the fourth year in a row. He is going to be doing a Christmas gathering live stream where he then invites a ton of top pros that are coming in usually for their like for 15 to 30 minute segments or so. Uh, And it just kind of gives everyone an opportunity. Maybe you don't have a, a, a wide network of people or friends or loved ones that you're necessarily around or surrounded with. Um, He's trying to ensure that, uh, there's some love and disc golf positivity that gets uh, shared around the world. So Scott Stokely hosting his fourth annual uh, Christmas live stream, and he continues to add superstars to that list, uh, Simon being one of the most recent that was added. I saw Own Scoggins is supposed to join as well. That should be awesome. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. I Give her some eggnog and let her go. <laughs> yeah, uh, something tells me she's going to be having a good time, and I appreciate uh, – yeah, I appreciate – him working so hard to doing that. Uh, DJ DG was booming one and a half to two years ago, but that has leveled out in 2023. We're, we're definitely, that's we're definitely not on the spiking upward trajectory that we once were. Has it, has it actually slid back down or is it, has, has has it plateaued and maintains? Is it still going upwards, but just at the slightest grade as opposed to for years, a lot of different ways. So yeah, yeah. for years we were at 7% growth or whatever. I think it was was. 15, 10 to 15% annual growth in the past. Yeah. Like annually year after year. Okay. It was averaging uh, anywhere from 10 to 15%. So if let's, all right. So let's just say we're at 10% growth. It, I mean, that's, that feels so little compared to what we just went through. So are we still growing at 10%? It's hard to say. Uh, are, are we growing at 2%? Are we, I, I don't feel like we're declining, but I, it's hard to say for sure. Yeah. Um, but we've definitely, like you said, we're, we're not at the rocket ship right now. Yes. Things have calmed down. And we talked about that. We touched on that last week, just about with sponsorship levels. What does that mean? Dis aren't selling nearly as fast as they were. We aren't seeing this insane growth of you know every tournament on the planet selling out in in what feels like ten seconds. All that stuff not quite as quick, but things are still uh, growing steadily. So, just isn't quite what it used to be. All right, I think we can close things out and have a regular, semi regular show that's on the short side. 
I'm okay with that. Regular show being on the short side. I'm totally okay with that as well. Uh, keep stuff coming in on the board because then we can interact with anything else that you have for suggestions or questions that can come in on the board, and we can talk about those in the after show. Uh, I've got a, a, a new product that came in. I'll talk about it a little bit more. Yeah, is that a mini? It is. Mini-sized, a couple of sweet minis. I want to talk about these and some other things. Uh, and, of course, the after show always features the giveaway. That's right. Shout out to Sheldon Smith, who I'm just about to grab the list of names. He signed up for a Patreon today at the $3 level. Thank you, Sheldon. Thanks, Sheldon. Much appreciated. Yeah. we And you're going to be eligible tonight. Those, those yep. odds aren't in your favor, but... Well, last week, we a first-time winner. What was it? Matt uh, Matt Sayers last week. Yeah. So, so anything knows, is Sheldon? possible. So we appreciate you signing up. And uh, Johnny pulls up-to-date current Patreon information week in and week out. I usually so, try to do it between the two. Between the regular show and the after show, I always grab the names. So... I'm going to grab all of that and then some. All right, guys, we're going to close it out for a shortened regular show. As I said, stick around for the after show. We'll uh, entertain any other silliness that you guys have. For Johnny V, I'm the Disc Golf Guy. That's 483's regular show. We'll see you in a few minutes when you step inside the Smashbox. Thank you to our $2 and above patrons. Your name is listed below in the credits. If you are interested in being listed as a producer in the Smashbox TV credits and supporting this and other fine podcasts, please visit patreon.com slash smashbox TV. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider træt af alle de der podcast og forklarer meget nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel.